trap in the trap. This is for <laughs> Do you believe in miracles? Hey, I play chess, but only in 4D. I'm by myself, but they think I'm 4D. When they see me online, they think they know me. Go ahead, like and subscribe, you gotta show me. I applied pressure and they tried to reject it. Clearly, ain't see I was a diamond, so they didn't accept it. Told me I was a failure, so I said, F it. Might even start my own school and teach them a lesson. Yeah, I'ma call it South Harmon. Huh. Fly down south and get the south popping. <laughs> One day I'ma give you a walkthrough and introduce you to this walk tool. <laughs> I know you lost, that's just dynasty talk Cause you can't start no franchise without no dynasty talk I took a break from the game, Nick, throw my dynasty stop Till I came back like Wimbyama, I feel like Coach Pop I can't say that I'm the GOAT, cause you ain't gonna agree But if I own my own farm, I can make the GOAT Me, the ladies love the bed, and they used to love the goatee That's when I was a lamb, burning music on CDs I wasn't born in 88, December 87 I was 16 days away might fly to dollars, why not? I just got paid today When I land this dirt statue, I came to fade away Check the timeline for the stories and the play-by-play -play. My life a Patreon link, you gotta pay to play I worked 16 hours, boy, that's an 88 X-Factor like Dez Bryant, my boy 88 Why dream light when you living like a heavyweight? This ain't a one-week thing, we grind like every day They know my destination, Devi, like I hang with Ray If they ain't know my name, I bet they know my my name and day. Treat this mic like an ATM. Let's make a trade today. Drop, drop this on Fizzle Friday, cause that's my favorite day. And I'm gonna do it my way, cause that's my favorite way. They tried to put me on the shelf like I'm layaway. Told me it ain't no way, so I made a way. Huh? Welcome to South Harmon. I'm glad you're here today. Welcome to South Harm, and I'm glad you here today. I'm glad you here today. Welcome to South Harm, and I'm glad you here today. I'm glad you here today. Hit that Patreon link if you here to stay, huh? Treat this mic like an ATM. Let's make a trade today. <laughs>
honestly, it's one of the best ways to get in touch with us. Mike and I were just talking before we record. If you really got a question, a burning question you need answered, um, we're just we can't say no to the comments. So there's your chance, buddy. Go put it in I'm there. Trying to answer them all. <clears throat> we always get to them. One of us will get to them. Um, outside of that, if you do want to check out not just the South Harmon FF Twitter feed, which Fizzle is doing a great job running, make sure you check out SouthHarmonFF.com. Over there, we got the warp tool. We got a bunch of things great on our website. Mike's got slides for you if you're into that, you know. But before we, uh, you know, get too crazy and off the rails here, let's get into the first trade, Mike. This trade was in my inbox, and I almost couldn't believe it. So let's talk about it. Unfortunately, Mike, we got a injury that's very um, disheartening for Nick Chubb um, on the Monday night game. Brutal injury, right? Um, direct shot to the knee, and you know he's got multiple surgeries going to have to undergo. Because he's already had extensive knee surgeries before, he's starting to go up there in age for the running back position. Like, it's one of those that sucks because you're thinking, I, we talk about all the time, we'll send any first for Chubb. Or not any first, but on a contender, you'll send a first for Chubb. Like, I'm ready to go contend if I need him, right? Yeah. Yep. Now, you go from that type of a value to now, Mike, where it's almost the polar opposite. Like, I'm at a fire sale just hoping to get uh, you know, some some coins tossed in my bucket here, and uh, <laughs> I I cool. I hate I hate Khalil Herbert. I don't actually like hate the person. I, I'm not a Khalil Herbert fan, the player. And in best ball, I'm just kind of like you know, I'm meh, whatever. Like it's Khalil Herbert, but like honestly, for this, like I feel like I had to take it just because I don't think Nick Chubb, obviously on a contender, which this team is a balls to the wall contender. I'll be honest with you, this team is one of the best assembled teams I've ever put together. And it sucks to have Chubb go down, but I'd rather have someone that gives me a shot at running back than a guy that's a zero burger for the rest of the year. I'm with you. If, I, if I've if got the choice here, uh, there won't be very many places I'm stashing Nick Chubb if, um, you know, if I don't have to. You know what I mean? Like, if I'm not forced. On best ball, if I had him in the first place, I'm a contender at him. I, I sure as hope that I wasn't holding on to him as a, a rebuilder, you know, hoping I can extract max value, value out of him because those days are done. Uh, so best ball, anything, just give me anything, even a Khalil Herbert. Right? And, and to be completely honest, I'll go even shittier at running back. Like I'll go even farther down from where I rank Khalil Herbert. Uh, where would you go? What, what's give me, give me basement dollar. Tony Jones. <laughs> Ooh. So literally a fab pickup this week for heavy fab pickup this week, right? You're going that yeah. way. So yeah. let me ask you then. So someone sends you 40 bucks for, for Nick, for your Nick Chubb. You just taking it? Gone. See ya. You know, yeah, I'm going to try. That's so hard to say, but that's, uh, that's probably true for me too. Gosh. I'm trying for a third everywhere, but you know, if I can't get it, <laughs> like, that's what it is. Line up. I mean, if you want to take the shot, because you, sometimes some of these leagues got, you know, five, 10 IR spots or whatever. Like if you can realistically just stash them on IR and that's what you want to do, Fine. uh, you know, I'm not going to argue with you. I think you're probably better served trying to get a third or trying to get another, you know, running back on a 53 who's got a realistic shot in a lineup league as a contender. But I'm not going to sit here and argue with you. Best ball, there's – I don't want to house them. I don't. <laughs> like, um, on a rebuilding best ball team, Adam, like, would you take a shot? Like, on him having some value and, and being a usable piece in a year or two? Well, you know what's interesting? I, I wanted to talk about this from two lenses. And uh, one, in this shit league, you, you tell me what you think, Mike. But, I mean, my team is pretty juggernauted. It's a very, mm -hmm. I think, polar opposite league where there's a couple, like, goon squads and then it's very, like, rebuild-driven for a couple teams. Yeah. 
So if you're in that boat in this market, I think honestly, like this might be a little rich for me, but the idea of going to take a swing on Chubb and hoping for a value gain to trade out of later, hoping that he's just, you know, Superman. Like I, I, I can understand it a little more given that format on the rebuild where you maybe don't have the chance to go get a lot of these picks are picked over. Like, what are you going to do? You know? Right. Like, where are you getting it from? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's my point. They're already loaded up on people's teams. Directions have been picked for a while, right? There's a lot of really strong contenders at the top, and by a lot, I mean if you've got three teams that you're going, holy shit, these guys are good. Like, and in best ball, those are teams do? that are very hard to beat, right? Because they're just top to bottom stacked. The, the variance isn't there like it is with lineup league, right? Yeah. I mean, there's variance because it's inevitably fantasy football, but it's not as <laughs> – it's not like it is with uh, with lineup leagues where you get hit with d- double variants, right? Not only you got to fight off injuries and bad play, but you got to fight off you know bad lineup decisions and being a bad manager on who you start on a weekly basis. So, yep, I think also too, Mike, I wanted to talk about uh, my acquisition of Nick Chubb. It felt like was theft, and I just I'll ask you this now: given that Nick Chubb, this Nick Chubb injury happens. Mike, I don't know if you remember this on draft day with my all the pick hoarding I had. I got Aaron Jones and Nick Chubb for four four of the early thirds and a fourth round pick. So Brilliant. now, like all of a sudden, and, and I still like would I probably trade three thirds or four thirds for Aaron Jones, but I remember Brilliant. one of them ended up being Sean Tucker. So all of a sudden, that trade that looked crazy bad like isn't really as like holy shit home run because I'm taking a single third for Nick Chubb right now if I could, right? Like that's what happens sometimes with injuries. It, it's just the way it, it goes. looked absolutely god awful then. Uh it still looks god awful it's, now. It's not as god awful as I guess the best I'll just, way I'm I'll, to put I'll it. drop the I'll drop the adjective. There you go. <laughs> I'll drop the adjective. It's, it's still just god-awful. it's it's just awful. Um yeah, all right. there you go. So let's talk about this one now, Mike. Look at this. Two trades that we popped off on America's game in a discussion. Um, I'll be honest with you. I didn't fat finger it, but you sent me the offers and I should have looked over my teams a little more. I wanted to make one trade for it, but I ended up making two. So both of these Mike are 12 team super flex PPR best ball start 12s Arkham and rusty tromboners. Uh, if you like rusty tromboners, you, you, this, this is going to be the only fantasy football podcast ever. You're going to see the words Arkham asylum and rusty tromboners on the screen at the same time. I guarantee. I freaking love it, man. I love it. Two of my favorite league names um, that we have, but so we, we made these trades. Um, I wish in, I was looking over my team in the Arkham Asylum. That was the trade I took second, and I'm just like, man, Mike in Arkham. It was one of the it was the league I actually got the you know the Affinity Stones. I basically just set out to do it. I got all 12 draft picks, made some trades and stuff, and my team is starting to shape towards a contender, but it's still not ready to be a contender yet. Or I still have a lot of people I'm trying to get off of. I need to get off of some of rebuilding assets and more into a contending piece. Like that's what my goal is on this team. Yeah. And when I kind of looked over it, I was like, man, this is the league I wish I would have done the trade in. And I'm sitting there thinking, like, with, with this team, there's it's totally risk with Puka Nakua, but I, I wanted to do it there because for Quentin Johnson, I still feel like I might be waiting for a while, and I'm looking to actually get out of the waiting period and more into contending pieces. So let's talk about the trade for everyone on podcast. This is Quentin Johnson straight up for Puka Nakua. Um, I am receiving Puka on both sides. Mike is receiving Quentin Johnson. Uh, Mike was had five shares of um, Puka Nakua, and he's on America's Game saying 
let me go shop. And he's looking for Quentin Johnson, one for one. And we were talking about how that might be a trade you can get done. And, of course, you know, since he plays in a lot of leagues with me, three of those five <laughs> were mine. So The first three that I look at. <laughs> good I'm luck, like, buddy. I'm, uh, if I got to number four and five, all five for five were uh, I got Puka and you got QJ. I know something's up. Something, yep. what, what's going on here? So, um, you know, I was making case. And with Puka Nakua, I think it's, it's an – I don't even know interesting doesn't do it justice. It is the – like it's almost like the Dosakis thing. I mean, right now, at least for me, I don't know if this is a good thing, but he's the most interesting man in the world. This is 35 targets in two games. He's on pace in only a 16-game season for 280 targets. I was making the case that you know Anquan Bolden is only the, the only like target earner that was outlandish, really, because um, Garrett Wilson was really good, but he had an extra game. 165 right. targets for his career or for his rookie season and to start his career. And Puka set to smash that. Now, you know, you have Cooper Cup at some point slated to come back, take away some targets, but Puka Nakua is, for people that think he's just replacing Cooper Cup, he's playing in this Robert Woods role. And I think that there's a case where Cooper Cup's obviously going to come back and maybe be the alpha, but you could see maybe Puka going from 15 or 20 targets, which he earned in the first game and second game, to 8 or 10, and it wouldn't be crazy. So... He is at this point, I think, you know, the most interesting, the most polarizing asset out there because he's going from a fourth round pick, and and let's talk about it for these, Mike. You got both of these shares for nothing, and when I say nothing, I mean literally nothing. You got them off literally the waiver nothing. wire for zero dollars right. because we did pre NFL drafts. Um, I got one Quentin Johnson share at the two hundred two in a pre NFL draft, and the other one at one hundred nine. So I'll, I'll kick it over to you. I just think that with Puka, um, like. I'm not even making the case telling you that he's going to be this superstar stud. I just think what we have to do is start treating him as something totally different than anything we've ever seen before because that's what he is. And sometimes the process is hard when we're trying to compare processes with guys that, like this guy doesn't really fit the boxes of some of those with what he's done the first two games. So anyway, your thoughts on the trade? Uh, you You know me. I'm just a big one too, you know. I'll take profit. Okay. If, I, mm-hmm. if I'm getting profit, I take profit. And like you said, these uh, these cost nothing for a lot of people. Maybe the cost of fourth or maybe the cost of fifth at best, right? But Puka Nakua didn't cost you a whole lot whenever the hell you got him. Mm-hmm. Uh, before now, right? Uh, QJ did. <laughs> QJ did. Would I prefer the liquidity of just a random first if I was going to sell Puka? Yes. Yes. But in the same sense, that's, you know, are you trading your first for Puka, Adam? Like, no. or, or are you going, yeah, same thing, same thing. So I get it. I get it. Um, this is also kind of like a portfolio thing. If I got five shares, let me see if I can move a few of them, right? Um, and that was the where only... they kind of fit well because, like, I didn't have – I looked. I had one share before this, and I have a lot of leagues. So this gets me up to three shares. It's not like I'm heavily exposed. And I had plenty of Quentin Johnson. I mean, he was he was constantly a guy I was getting from 109, you saw, to 212, like – or two, uh, 202, sorry. 202, like, yep. Yeah, not 212. Um, but, you know, in that range where people just c- were kind of fading him, either helmet scouting or whatever, and I'm like, nah, he's going too far. I'll yeah. take him here. I think I, I do it just because it's the process, and I'm going, okay. Like, I, I'm not panicked on QJ. I know a lot of people look at it and they be like, holy shit. You know, but I've also seen rookie wide receivers start slow for four or five games and then turn for, it on. Like, it's, for sure. it happens. It happens. Are there some things concerning? Yeah, I can acknowledge them. The fact Josh Palmer's playing so much over him, like 
that's concerning, right? But he also has two aging veteran wide receivers also in front of him who aren't the models of health. <laughs> so could this situation drastically change in a few weeks? Yeah, you just saw with the Nick Chubb thing. Did we think we were going to lose Nick Chubb for an entire year? No. Like, bad shit happens in fantasy. Uh, the only thing caveat I'll have, Adam, is uh, you talked about how good it was for you in Arkham. Like, that would have been the, the league because you wanted to get into more some, like, let's produce now pieces and, and you know, actually start to put some points on the field. Uh, hindsight, after you made the day deal, you know, I'm doing process and I'm looking it over and I'm going, oh, shit. Like, I'm undefeated in the number one team in this league by a long shot, you know. like Puka's probably helping who- that too, right? Pukas is the one putting fucking fantasy points on the field, and, you know, I just went to something that I'm going to have to wait a little bit on, you know, before it actually starts scoring, before he actually starts scoring points. So uh, only regret I have about that one. I looked at that one. Rusty Tromboters, who gives a shit? Like, that's a, that's a you know, I was just building up draft capital. <laughs> you know, I don't have my first, so, yeah. <laughs> I'm probably a bottom-tier uh, team in that league anyways. <laughs> right. <laughs> it is what it is. Yep. <laughs> we just and do I- the process and move on. Yep, I think to uh, – I'll be honest with you. This is going to be – like I, I've thought about this for, you know, we do the Sunday recap and it's like a lot of times on Sunday recap I'm kind of stuck still in my priors because it's – we just watch a whole bunch of football games and I'm still just in my mindset and then you get a couple of days to digest and think. And you you like, got to process stuff, right? Yep. And I'm thinking like, man, you know what, dude, like – I'll miss, and I'm going to continue to miss. But the one thing I've been trying to get myself to do, and it's the hardest thing for me to do, Mike, because I'm so process-oriented, and I, I believe my processes are so right that sometimes I get a little blinded by my tunnel vision. And one Thank of the things you. I've been trying to do is, like, take a realistic back, like, let's take five steps back and really see the whole picture and be like, man, like, Puka is probably going to be one of the most interesting, st- even if he flops, like, even if he totally doesn't, Let's say he goes to not having – like Cooper Cup comes back, he's not even getting double-digit targets ever again. He's still going to be the most interesting story, I think, of the entire year. Yeah. Yep. Like, if that's the case and I can grab him for Quentin Johnson, I'm going to do it a couple times. And not, I'm not like – this is not all my Quentin Johnson shares. I'm not going balls to the wall on Puka, right? But I'm like, let me get a little of this because it's getting crazy, but what if it's a Brock Purdy story? What if it's even higher? What if it's like – Puka Nakua is like legitimately getting double digit targets weekly. I mean, shit, I don't even know what that looks like. I have no idea. So I'm just like thinking to myself, how do I get a little piece of this pie without overdoing my exposure? Because I didn't have much exposure and I still think this is going to be one of the most interesting stories of the season um, for the whole year. So what if he's uh, what if he's on this Amon Ra career path? Now, exactly. Amon Ra started with a little bit more love than Puka did, but mm-hmm. still look where Amon, La- Amon Ra is right now. And uh, I think a lot of people just are seeing the sheer target numbers. And uh, Puka's already like started to elevate himself far more than what Amon Ra did even at the end of the season, his rookie year run, like where he, he put up those games. So, um, And, and you, we obviously know where Amon Ra is right now, like pushing for dynasty wide receiver three, if not already there, depending on what site you look at or who you listen to. So. Crazy. It's funny. It's funny because I think there's a. I think right now I'm looking at, and unless there's like a serious fallout where the targets go completely away, which I just, I think targets are earned. I have a hard time believing someone goes from 15 to 20 targets to like nothing again. But unless that happens, I think the scenario is where he's the Amon Ra. What you're talking about is uh, is in play, but there's also like more of the maybe a, a lukewarm type thing, like a Deontay type thing, right? He gets a ton yeah. of targets. He doesn't get the big love, but 
this guy is a little bit of a sneaky value in Dynasty too. Could be, could be yep. interesting to see. We got something to bookmark. Come back later. But this is definitely a bookmark. Book, book, bookmark worthy trade. So, um, all right, Mike. Let's get into the one that we were going to start the show off with. Yeah. You and Jonesy Expo League. We made this before the Expo of last year, 2022. Um, this is your QB horde, right? The uh, for those of you that want to fight the horde. Mike did a quarterback hoard in the spring of 22, and he got the first domino to fall in September <laughs> of 23. 23. All right? Finally. So for those doing the math, you got to start using past your hands and toes, um, get a calc out. A lot, of, lot, a lot of time. So, Mike, let me just kick it to you here. You're getting JSN a third, another third, a second, as well as Jared Goff and – Ty Chandler are going away from you. So you're trading away Jared Goff, Ty Chandler, getting back JSN two-thirds in a second. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to clue people in, too. You pulled the ATM on uh, on Jones did, here. Got did. an extra third greased in there. So walk us through what happened, man. That dirty move, right? Just killing <laughs> killing trade you're partners. Ruin, you're ruining your bridges, man. You're burning all of them. Right. Uh, yeah, like you said, I, I started this QB horde in the startup. I think I went 10 in a row, 11 in a row. Uh, but you know, it's, it's everybody's worst nightmare when they talk about QB hoard, right? Yeah. Good. Mm-hmm. I think it's a, uh, it's everybody's worst nightmare when they talk about the QB hoard, right? Like the, the downfall, what, what happens if 11 other people won't trade with you? Well, they didn't for a whole year. <laughs> they didn't, I didn't make any quarterback trades. Uh, you know, I had the values I want. Nobody wanted to pay it. I remember a uh, shout out to Maddie double tap, Maddie Kewum, right? He was trying to get like Derek Carr for like a third at one point. <laughs> get, get out of here. Not going to happen. <laughs> leave, leave this place. Yeah. Get out. <laughs> You're in the wrong spot. Um, and then you kind of saw it like who ended up winning the league. You know, the one guy with three quarterbacks, right? Everybody else only had maybe one. Two if they were lucky, but they're all poopy, all all of them. Uh, I get the first overall pick, right? Because my team is so bad. <laughs> all quarterbacks, nothing else. Uh, you know, you start to add some pieces to it with draft capital. And then we start off this year, and uh, some people aren't scoring what they were, right? People are built as super contenders, uh, but they only have one quarterback. And uh, what do you need? You need two, especially in best ball leagues. So first domino comes. Uh, asking for Jared Goff and uh the the offer actually got sent to me it was Jared Goff and Ty Chandler just like this and uh one of the th- one of the thirds the second in JSN and uh, I pulled the ATM I even sent it to you and I go should I try it <laughs> and you said yeah do it so make a completely new deal with the exact same pieces and just ask for a third and if that uh that new one that you send gets declined or whatever you just have your finger ready to accept the uh the first one the initial offer so first domino it'd be interesting to see if uh like we talked about on the qb horde if this uh kind of triggers some other dominoes to fall uh any other contenders in the league now when uh jones is out here just smoking the shit out of him <laughs> with his with his old crusty vet team that now actually has a number of quarterback options and making sure that Superflex is getting about 20, 25 points plus every single week. Right. We'll see if anybody else wants to uh, jump in the ring and compete. And if you want to jump in the ring and compete with quarterbacks, there's only one person to come see. I'm still holding all the chips, baby. Yep. <laughs> Including, I think I still, I got Anthony Richardson in the draft, right? Like just what else to add to a QB horde, but you know, some a rich as well. <laughs> Absolutely, man. Um, you know, you get the a rich in there. 
I, I think, Mike, this is the perfect... Th- this is why I said the ATM, because, you know... Listen, if they're not, if you're not gonna get that extra third, I'm not killing this deal over that, right? Like, right. You are absolutely taking a JSN for golf, like just straight up. Like, you you would take that on a quarterback court, right? That's, and a lot of times we want to tax, but in that, if you have a quarterback court of where you're going, like you're also looking to get that first deal done. And JSN is yep. a piece for golf where you're like, yeah, I'll take that. Okay, we we can we can we can start with this. So then you get rid of Chandler and you're getting a second and a third, like. I see actually no problems with this deal, but eh, you got the quarterback horde going, man. Like, see if you can squeeze an extra third out, you know? And uh, sure enough, you got it done. I think this is the big thing. When you have that quarterback horde going and someone's finally willing to come pay the price, when they realize this league will not continue the way I want it to without acquiring a quarterback, and they come to you and they pay whatever they have to pay, that kicks the ball for you, and then also you're able to kind of control the asset you get in return. Um, this is a win, man. This is just straight up a win. I think it's a win for a lot of reasons, not just what you get in return, but for setting the price, setting the bar of what it costs, and now other managers may be having to chase the fact that Jones has pushed some picks, more picks in and now has a quarterback room that's a little different than the rest. And it changes the dynamics of the league, and it changes the dynamics of your future trade. So... Um, I'd like the first three trades that we started with. I know we're, we're going to get into everybody's trades now, but I just, I, I, I thought they all meant something different, right? Nick Chubb, a little bit. Yep. as much as you hate the injury that happens to him, actionable advice. I mean, you, you may not get a Khalil Herbert offer, but the point is like, he's got to go. Like he's got to go, especially on best ball teams and line up unless you really can get nothing else. And you're just going to stash him on the IR. Like it's a piece that has to go as much as it sucks. Right. The second trade is. Not necessarily sticking to your priors, and then obviously looking at your portfolio. Like, um, what are we doing with Puka Nakua? That all, that all three of those points. This one here is, you know, if you're in the quarterback horde and you're not sure how to get out or you don't know how to implement it, this is how to do it. And if you, you know, if you want to fight it, fine. Patience, 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 my friend. Wax on, patience. <laughs> wax off. <laughs> yeah. I love it when, like, in the shit league, you know, the OG shit league, I get to flip them all in the startup, but it. It may not happen for you, and you got to be prepared always. to embrace the lifestyle. So let's get into the first <laughs> patron deal. Oh man, we got a thumbnail. We got officially a thumbnail. We, we got a puka nakua. Puka nakua. Puka nakua thumbnail. Let's go. All right, Mike. Roshan Johnson and Jahan Dotson for a twenty-five second and puka. This is interesting on America's game. We recorded just before this. I asked one for one. Would you take Dotson or puka? Your answer was Dotson. Now it's a 25 second and Roshan Johnson. Does that change it for you at all? Do you want the Puka on a second side or do you want Dotson and a Roshan here? I take Dotson over Puka, right? But uh, it's a hell of a lot closer, right? Yeah. It's a hell of a lot closer. It's a close discussion. Um, I'm with you. Yeah, very close. Roshan on a 25 second um, lineup, start 10. I think I'd actually be willing to to take the Roshan part of that deal. Like, I think I'm, I'm willing to risk it. Just. Oh, man. The the problem is, is we're talking about a start 10. And, like, even though I like Jahan Dotson, at least long term, if we're talking about a contender right now, Adam, in a start 10, who would you rather have on a contending team, Puka or <clears throat> Jahan Dotson? Puka, in well, a start wow. 10. Yeah. Right, because you, you know you're starting them every single week until you get told otherwise. Yeah, until, <laughs> until he, you know – falls off the face of the earth or Cooper Cup comes back and crushes it. Like, even the week that Cooper Cup comes back, Mike, I'm playing Puka Nakua. 
Oh, this is this is tough. This is a close ass deal for me. I'm gonna go though with the Puka in the twenty five second side. Oh, I this think is the, this is so the, good to hear. I think the format the format with the uh, the start ten. Like I'm assuming you're making this move as a contender. I'm okay, you know, getting rid of Roshan for 25 second, even on a contender, because I can then use that second to go try to get something else. See, I think this is where, like, this is 4D chess when you talk about the um, the format, in my opinion. And I, I, let, me, let me explain exactly why I say that. Because what do we know about like the strategy and the roster construction behind really how to? smash leagues in a lineup start nine or start 10 right the the, the formula hammers. that we're playing right is not it, it's hammers but it's also like i want to stack my value at the quarterback spots and the wide receiver spots now puka nakua is not a a long-term solidified asset at receiver right so that's Yet. why you're that, correct yeah. correct and that's yeah. but that's also why you're able to trade Dotson for puka straight up right because people associate draft capital and projecting the future into Dotson. And Puka right. is this rising asset that you don't. But here's the thing. Realistically, what we're trying to do is stack, whether it's Tyreek Hill or you know Cooper Cup or whatever your, whatever your flavor is, those hammers there. Until like proven otherwise for me, Puka Nakua is an absolute start every single week. And, and I, I could even make the case, Mike, Cooper Cup coming back could end up helping Puka in the fact that maybe his target volume comes down. But... Like, you realize teams are going to be swarming this guy, right? Like, this young kid coming out and getting all these targets, what do you think teams are going to start doing? So, I'm basically, not only am I getting the better asset and points per game at receiver, but I think the 4D chess move is Mike Roshan has a little bit of value, and there's also this Khalil Herbert stink, and, like, Roshan has looked good with his touches, although his snap share is really low, so people are kind of waiting and hoping when he takes over. So, I'm with you. Like, I want to take Roshan over the second, but I think in this format – the second being liquidity is actually probably the play because now let's say like I kind of have to wait on Roshan's opportunity to arise, which I don't know when that is. My, this second, Mike, I can go by Kyron right now if I wanted to possibly, right? I could go by, you know, if Jerome Ford ends up keeping the backfield or if Kareem Hunt, like y- you can go decide when you need it and who you want with a second versus Roshan's more of a stuck asset. Not that I don't love the talent of Rojan. When Rojan, if he was to take over the backfield, it wouldn't be like, holy shit, you're going to need more in a second. To me, it's that I can spend that second whenever I want to on that Puka side. It really even sways me more on that side. I like it too because I use uh, – I try to knock my mic out right I there. I say. <laughs> His mic is mad. Out. He's trying to kill it. <laughs> try to kill it. Uh, using a sleeper on our website, southarmandff.com, the manager, so I'm able to kind of look at teams and, and figure out exactly what's going on. And then the league simulator – uh, these are the number one and two teams, right? And uh, Jap are playing a little 4D chess here by taking away Puka Nakua from the guy who's in the, the first place, like competing with him. Like Ooh. it's these two dudes and That's not interesting. A That's really so, interesting. Like uh, you kind of playing it with uh, good luck. You can try to figure out if you want to start Roshan or not. But then the, the thing I really like is Puka, Puka would have been in this dude's lineup, right? Guaranteed, locked in. Now he's got really good receivers. You're starting Justin Jefferson. You're starting AJ Brown, correct? Yeah. When you get down to three and four, though, in a start ten, Adam, like in these flex spots, he's looking at Jerry Judy or Drake London, and now John Dotson. Yeah, that's. But but that's Puka where Puka, was, that's where Puka was almost a perfect like um like stopgap, right? Like even right. if you project him out to be great long term, he's helping. Let these guys have some more time before you have to rely on Drake London weekly, right? Yeah. 
Yeah, so I kind of like that move too, where you just pull him off his team because you know you're going to lock him into your lineup, and it takes him out of him. Now you got to make some lineup decisions on Drake London, Jahan Dots, and Jerry Judy every single week. Like that's going to be the questions you get. At, we get asked on start sit. Like you're going to list those three off and go sit one. Shit. Yeah, um, tough matchup. Uh, <laughs> hotness. You know, that's where it comes into play. Where it was Puka on the the run he's been on. At least for now, we don't know how that's going to be when a cup comes back. But yes. at least for now, like you knew that was a locked in starter every single week. There's no reason to bench him ever. Man, this is Mike. This is a juicy trade so, trade show start. We got th- this team and you trading away Puka when you have like. Uh, really good start to the year, which I bet you that isn't that isn't happening all that often, right? Teams that are right. like really winning and that they they feel like they got this puka share. They're like, ah, oh, I want to part with that. That's interesting. Um, I love the start of this trade show. Let's see if we can continue with some good ones. All right, ooh, I saw this one go down. This is in our league. Um, Zach and Stinzy, man. Uh, B Rob, not the old. I almost don't want to call him that. I can't do it to him. Bijan Robinson. Yeah. Or uh, Jamar Chase in a third. 12-team Superflex. It's full PPR. Now, the kicker is it is a .25 points per carry. Um, it's best ball. Start 12 offense and 13 defense. So, the other thing to keep in mind is 25 players start weekly in a best ball. Um, understand. Right. What do we have? 69 spots? Is it? How many spots is it? Yeah, there's a lot. I it's think it insane. might be 69 because I'm, you know. The I'm number? A, yeah. I'm a child at heart. Right. <laughs> it, all I know is this I'm draft sure took. This a was a draft before we made it happen. We're like, you're going to need to carve out an insane amount of time because we're going to be drafting for a while. Right. Uh, it was right after Christmas holidays we started it. So, Anyway, Mike, with this trade, um, all the dynamics in there, does that matter at all to you? What do you where are you at on this trade? Uh, I would say you could have a conversation about uh, Chase and, and Brian Rob- or uh, Say I did it to him. Sorry, Bijan Robinson. Brian Robinson has been playing so damn good. I'm, I'm on record here. Somebody's going to clip this shit. It's just going to be <laughs> me on repeat talking about pl- Brian Robinson playing good. Uh. Brian Robinson has been playing damn good. I'm sorry. And I've been talking a lot of apology to her here lately. He's um, been apologizing. Bijan Robinson fair. and Jamar Chase. Bijan's playing phenomenal as well. Jamar Chase is not. Okay? Right. Bijan looks great too, by the way. Like right. we expected this, but he looks great. I would say that you could you can make an argument um, about their value, one for one or who you, who you would take, especially right now. Is it especially part. with the points per carry part too, or is it just in general? Yeah, especially with the points per carry. I bet if you look up the warp, like the running backs probably got a little bit of advantage over the wide receiver, but chases that not playing running back, which almost makes you a a more safe asset just right off the jump. So that's where a lot of this conversation well, comes into play. Well, let's bring it in, by the way. So here it is. Um, look at this. Look at this clusterfuck. This clusterfuck. Fuck and. This is I. This is my bad. I should have told Bliss to pull the defense off. But you have to look. It's a little tough to find. But the running back line is this blue one here, right? I'm sorry, blue. It's green. But uh, staying here above the receivers, and it starts above them. But Mike, they honestly kind of hover around each other all the way to about 18, and then the wide receiver right. takes over. So well, um, it's one of the things about the league settings too. Like we talk about how many people you're starting as well, but it, it's one of the best the best jobs I've ever done on making a league that was balanced from like top to bottom, right? Where quarterback scores shit ton, but you have so many starters. So that negates it. Right. 
running backs get points per carry. Wide receivers don't score that much, but what it's a best ball, but you have to have four guys, four wide receivers every single week, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, there's some real fucking shitters that are making your lineup mm-hmm. with these deep settings that I know because I got the shittiest offense in the entire league <laughs> by far. Uh, find me one shittier. <laughs> Can't do it. Um, right. And then these defensive hammers, like some of these guys are just absolute units. Like you see the warp chart here with the linebacker, that dude just being the outlier way the hell up there. I mean, so, you're looking at over 0.5 uh, the warp versus like everyone else is in the 0. 0.2 to 0. 0.4. The other thing right, you notice that's what games. really makes it crazy is the highest is 0. 0.5. Like to show right. you the, 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 the margins are so tight on these players. Yeah. Um, so back to the original point, I think you could argue Bijan or Chase, right? right? I think that's a real – the part where you lose me at, and, and this is me, I also give uh, I give Zach shit because he makes a lot of trades with Stinzy in just <laughs> yeah. a few leagues that we have together. Right. I call Stinzy Zach's farm team. <laughs> um, but Stinzy got one over on him here. Third round pick. To most people, that's fucking negligible, Adam. Like who gives a shit, Okay. But the reason it's different is because all these IDP spots makes that more of a second-round pick. In and all these high-scoring IDP spots when you draft rookies pushes a lot of these dudes up. You know, we had Will Anderson in there. You had Jack Campbell. You had Jalen Carter. You know, these guys are first-round picks because they score so damn much. Right. Um, just for example, this this is one of the only leagues we couldn't do a pre-NFL rookie draft because it's IDP and we don't have all the IDP players in the system, so we can't do it. So this was post, post-NFL draft. Um, third round, Adam, A-Chain, Kendra Miller, uh, Zach Charbonnet, Jonathan Mingo, Tajay Spears, uh, Roshan was in the fourth, Chandler Hyatt, Luke Musgrave, Tank Bigsby, Jaden Reed, like Josh Downs, all these dudes are in the fourth round. Marvin Mims was the 4-12 right. in and, a best ball league. And that's, what I, that's, that's the point I'm making is though, a third round pick is a second round value given the defensive, like, influx of everything easily, is what i'm trying easily. to make yep yep easily easily and, so. and, and i don't mean that is only an early one right because to your point at the 412 you got marvin mims you got was it tank or roshan in the fourth round uh you had tank at the 4-4 roshan also at the 4-1 both of those guys are in the fourth so understand right you're giving up it's not i think this is the problem for me and to the point you're making like a lot of times I'll tell you in a deal of this magnitude, the third doesn't matter enough. And I'd probably stick to that in a regular, even deep best ball. The IDP component of this makes this a much different plus. Yeah. Like, and, and to me, Mike, here's the other problem. Like, you know how much I love running back in Bijan. Like, gosh, I've been excited for Bijan Robinson since the, everyone knew the name was around. Like years, three years waiting right. on this kid, right? But Mike, I still think Jamar Chase is the play long term. If you want to yeah. have the conversation, fine. Yeah. But yeah. for me, I already kind of lean Chase, and then I get Roshan or I get Tank or I get higher than that. Like, I, I, I you also just get the flexibility of this pick. Yep. yep. Like, um, it, it makes it to me where I would not do it, but. It'll be interesting to me in that league, too, because we haven't seen anybody really do it yet um, because everybody's still trying to feel their way out, Adam. But I can tell you right now for a fact, um, if you're one of these teams that's kind of in the middle ground, um, 
you need to be placing a lot more value on these thirds and fourths and fifth round rookie picks, which we generally just go, fuck it. Like, I don't care. Like, they're really right. not worth anything. If you're heady enough because of so many starters, the best ball, the defense, the the crazy-ass scoring that's in this league, which is league-specific, which yep. is what the warp tool's for, like, you'd be that guy out there, you know, yeah, I'll sell you this uh, this tight end for, a, you know, a third. And it's a smash deal for you in the end. Like, you know, in a normal league, you go, well, is, you know, is this tight end really worth a third? If you're the dude getting the third, because <laughs> you just don't care about your, right. your team for this year, hoard those third, fourth, and fifth round rookie picks, right? And people will toss them away on nothing. Well, and nothing. that's, and especially when you look at a deal like this, you can kind of see how, like, because there's so many spots, is one of the reasons why I'm glad you brought that in to tie this whole trade up. It, it's something, at 69 just seems fitting because it's just what, you know, the child's play is but if you think about like mike at the end of the year you know how many spots you're gonna have available to try to fill a lot like this is one of those leagues where i i would probably end up drafting 12 people 15 people in the third to the sixth round or fifth round wherever we stop at you know like it's it's one of those where not it's not just that you're getting value there. Like I even if you told me I had to hold this pick till Kingdom Come and draft it, like I'm okay. So that's a yeah. little edge of like I think you'll be able to be doing a lot of trades in the draft point when teams are needing players and they're seeing what type of players are available in the third. Like imagine Mike when you have that pick that you just got for free essentially in a deal like this. If we said it was lateral that you're trading these two assets laterally. Bijan and Chase, let's just pretend for a second. You picked mm-hmm. up this free third along the way if you're Stinzy. Now on the in on the clock, all those players that people like are sitting there and people start sending you offers higher than what that value is because they want to get their share of whatever player. That's the type of thing you can do in this league. Yeah, definitely definitely a move I think Stinzy won this one multiple fronts. Sorry, Zach. You know, I actually I love you, kid, but uh, I have to agree with Mike here on this, and I'm so much so I, I'm letting the uh, the trades go by, just ruining everything because I just I can't believe what I just saw. <laughs> All right, Mike T Rock. Oh, holy shit! The Terradome, the Terradome, Mike. Um, this must be T Rock's league. Twelve team superflex, half PPR, point two five points, tight end premium. I mean, you talk about a tight end premium that doesn't mean shit. Um, lineup start ten. <clears throat> Cedric Tillman, Shoddy B, a 24 first that is not his own. Mike, so I don't know if either one of us wants to decide to pull up the uh, simulator for this. I got you. And Zay Flowers is the uh, a piece that's being acquired. So Bateman, Tillman, and a 24 first from A. Gassner 08 sent away to Brad O'Brien, and T-Rock is the person acquiring Zay Flowers. Mike, league format, half PPR, lineup start 10, and the cost of acquisition – what is the first, and what's your assessment on the trade? So just with no context why this loads here, um, Bateman, Cedric Tillman, lineup start 10, uh, who really gives a shit? I mean, Bateman's kind of a nice story if you still want to hold on to it, but hasn't been good start to the season, right? A lot of the same shit we already saw. Not at all. <laughs> like, it's been really bad, I'm actually. I'm good. And uh, for reference, that, that first is late, right? Number two team projected in the league right now. <clears throat> okay, so... Really, Mike? I mean, you, you tell me that. like Some uh, junk some junk in, in two pieces for uh, that don't really matter in a lineup start 10 anyways. Uh, for Zay Flowers, I'll take the Zay Flowers side. I think uh, T-Rock did a good job of getting one over on Bernard here. I'll tell you this much. This is one of these, Mike, where 
there's a couple things about this trade I do want to discuss. Now, it's kind of convoluted, but I just want to walk through. I think the way he got the asset he wants is a win. So let me just start by that point. Like Zay Flowers mm -hmm. is the asset I think we all want here. I think the way he got it was smart. You get off of Bateman, you're kind of uh, you're kind of assessing and saying, listen, Tillman's a young guy with enough draft capital, he might matter, but he's probably a roster clogger in this league. Bateman, as much as we love him and we've held on this hope, like it's to the point where it's it's right. time to move on. And you end, you add this late first, so you get Zay. Now I like the way he constructed this deal. And I'll give him crops that that was well done. The one thing, and Mike, I'm not here to hate on Zay. I actually like him. I, I've tried to acquire him in spots. He's tough to acquire. So acquiring him for this, I like. The one thing I will say is, you know, last week um, the targets came down. He still had five. I think he still looks very good. I think he's still going to be a focal point in this offense. But, like, right now, if I'm doing this type of a trade, typically for me this is going to be on a contender. And I'd almost rather see if I could get – a different asset than Zay Flowers, if that makes sense. Because I don't. It's not that I don't like Zay Flowers. I just, again, this is one of those where if I'm going to chase him, spend first and get rid of this crap, I'm cool with that. But can I get? Can I add something better or send a different pick or something to go get a receiver that's more of a warp player on my team than it than a Zay Flowers? So that's kind of my point. Is not even that Zay Flowers is a bad player. Not that the trade isn't a good trade for you as far as value goes. Yeah. But if I'm going to make this type of a trade, can I get a different asset than a rookie wide receiver on a team that's probably going to be a little inconsistent throwing the football? That's my. What point. if I told? What if I told you he's not a contender? Then because he's not. Okay. <laughs> he's not. He's and, not. And, and and that's fine there. But then here's the other question for me, Mike. At that point, I kind of wonder if I want to make the deal. And the reason I say that is, a Gasman's team looks like that. But is it for sure betting against in lineup start ten? Would I rather keep the liquidity? Like, is it probably going to tread evenly with Zay Flowers? Do I need to make the move right now? Do I need to make this gotcha. move in week three? Like, that's – those are the two way, things about it. I like the way he constructed the deal. I'm all about getting rid of Bateman and Tillman and, and sending the late first. Either way of this, I think the timing and, like, if, if I'm rebuilding, the timing of it doesn't make sense. Because here's the thing. That first can't get hurt. Zay Flowers could go out there and get hurt any anytime. Right. right. That, that's gonna, out yep. there. And then if I'm contending, I'd rather get a piece a little higher. So – those are the those are the two points I want to make about the deal in and of itself. But I think the way he got what he um, like, I like the way he constructed this deal. But the purchase, I don't necessarily agree with totally. I, I feel you. You know, T Rock's a big Baltimore fan though, so he's got to rush I, out and get the the hot believe new me, shiny toy. Believe right. me, I know that. And, and I've seen this about T Rock when there's a young surging guy like Zay Flowers. It was Rondale years past. This is a guy he like Zay, uh, not Zay. T-Rock likes to go buy those guys right now. So I, I don't hate the trade, but uh, T-Rock, listen, you're going to write articles on here? You're getting the true ATM assessment. I'm not letting you off the fucking hook. Get the uh, fuck Anytime he takes advantage of Bernarda, I'm all about it. Yeah, you know, we've seen enough of that too, right? Um <laughs> seen enough of that guy. <laughs> Mike, this one's spicy as hell. 12-team Superflex PPR lineup start 10. The Cinema League Dynasty. Wow. Rolling with Mahomes is trading away A. Rich, Jordan Addison. I'm sorry, trading for A. Rich, Jordan Addison, a fourth and a 24 second of Koopas. Koopas tearing up from A. Rich to Jalen Hurts. In the process in a lineup start 10, he's getting rid of his own second. So that's like, you know, a little bit of flip picking liquidity, right? You try to 
that ability to trade that second for something later. And Jordan Addison, who right now probably isn't someone you feel great about starting weekly in lineup start 10, but he's, very, I think, someone very, very good player yep. and could, could end up being someone you start weekly. So what's your thoughts on this trade? Uh, Koopa, man after my heart. Uh, uh, he's earned it. He's earned it. I'm very good with tearing up in this case. Right. Okay. Not that I have anything against say Rich, and we, we'll discuss, you know, what his ceiling could be, um, yep. trajectories on all that, <clears throat> Adam. But one of the things is Jalen Hurts is already there. Uh, if a-, a Rich gets to that level, great, massive success. But we use words like if and, you know, can he <laughs> and ceiling. We don't know. We don't know. And I'm okay just taking what is the, the sure thing. Right, it's nothing's a sure thing in dynasty football, right? Because it's football and people get injured and bad shit happens. It's just the way it is. But I will take the uh, the process of the sure thing in Jalen Hurts, and it cost me. I don't give a shit about the force, right? <laughs> Lineup start ten. I definitely don't get this. Is an IDP one hundred and one. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, this force is absolutely not a part of the deal. <laughs> nothing. I send a wide receiver, which is a fringe fringe guy for now. Um, you know, in that format and whether or not I'm starting them every single week for the absolute unit that is Jalen Hurts. Plus, I'm a Hurts fan, so fly Eagles fly. Koopa, great trade. There you go. All right, at least we got at least we did get the acknowledgement of the last piece because I I, th- I see a scenario where this trade works out well for both sides. Like, I could see this working out absolutely yeah. for the A-Rich side too. So, right. like, I'm not – what I won't do is absolutely say, hey, this makes a ton of sense. This is a guaranteed win for the uh, Hurts side because – True. I do think that Hertz will not. Con- I think he'll improve. Right. You you got a new offensive coordinator, by the way. Um, interestingly enough, this the coaching. You know, Anthony Richardson now in this deal. Yes. Right? So, I think that Jalen Hurts is going to improve with this new offense that they're running. I don't think it should be much different than how they ran it, but that's not the point. Uh, the point is how it will look, how he'll improve. I think he'll get back to being Jalen Hurts of old or close to that. But I also the one thing I want to admit is like I don't think the one thing about Jalen Hurts is I think he's going to be very very good and I think the real he got the bag like there's no way I'm going to take him out of elite territory right but like he could have also reached a peak right he could have absolutely reached a peak we, he was very much in QB two discussion overall so fair um like I think the point is here the if gap, you were. If you were middle of the road, Adam, like mm-hmm. if you were kind of the middle of the road or you know maybe on the youthful build already, yeah. and yeah. you had Jalen Hurts as your quarterback, would you take this as a tear down? Yes. Minus the, the force, the junk. Like <laughs> the, the, the essence of the deal, like am I tearing down from Jalen Hurts yeah. to, from A-Rich to get a- assets that matter? I would do this, even in lineup start 10, yes. And, and I'll tell, can I tell you why? Be, yeah, I'm with you too because I could see that side of it, right? Yeah. If I'm not, If I'm not like competing, competing. I could take this as a teardown. Now it's Correct. a little bit risky, right. but you know, anytime I can take a teardown where I, I see one could be equal to the one I'm sending away, plus I get a very good plus like Jordan Addison on top of it, that's a perfect type of teardown to do. Now it's still risky. Don't let me don't let me fool you. But if I'm any type of like Koopa and I'm competing, I do the tear up right. And that's where like I'm not saying that you the tear up won't work. By the way, Koopa, I'm not like trying to hit on the deal. I think you, the the difference in A. Rich and, and J, uh, Jalen Hurts could still be realized by the end of the season. It could be where this makes total sense. You only lose Addison in a second. 
they're not probably hammers for you. The second could end up being probably a spot start you buy as a hammer down the stretch, but could be. that's still forecasting a little bit, right? The one thing I will say, though, it, the reason I, I – part of me wants in just the vacuum, like taking out the specifics of context, which we have to talk about. The part that really I'm starting to buy in now is, like – and, and A. Rich is, you know, not practicing today with the concussion, but I, I don't think anyone's worried about him long-term with the concussion. He's value is starting to get to elite quarterback territory, Mike. So it's also one of these where, like, I'm picking all this stuff up, but I could now maybe trade out for Lamar or I could trade out for another really good quarterback and pick up more value down the street. Like, what if you said you're comfortable tearing down to two after this? Like, if I'm, if I'm rebuilding, I could basically – haul in some real assets while staying in a quarterback that I want. So like his his value of A Rich is the thing that's really starting to sway that sway me to that side is I think you can now move A Rich before you can happen to hold him up for all time. The thing is that for Jalen Hurts this bet is not that expensive if you believe that Jalen Hurts is going to be a top five finisher for the year. If you're only sending away Jordan Addison in a second, like I totally get what you're doing, but um it's it's I think they both come with their risks, and they both absolutely have high-end ceiling home run ability. The, uh, the, the warp chart from last year is pretty pretty staggering, too, at least for those upper echelon quarterbacks. Pull it <laughs> like up the Jalen Hurts, right? Uh, this is, what, two, two weeks here mm-hmm. that we got? So uh, I'm looking at the one for last year was ridiculously high. This is uh this is last year's, no? Oh, is this, this is no. current years. Okay, This got is it. current. Current. Yep. We we gotta get blitz on the page, right? The same page. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I should I should have told to pull up the old ones. Yep, gotcha. Get blitz on the same page here, but yeah, last year's was stupid high, and the year before was stupid high for those top four, top five quarterbacks. So maybe that's also something too that's factored in. You know, Kuba is the warp god. No, so. I'm sure, I'm sure. And I, if if Jalen Hurts ascends to the old warp difference maker he was, that's where I'm sure this is going to matter. Lineup start ten typically, Mike. When you look at the whole the whole totality of the season, unless there's a lot of crazy scoring going on, which this doesn't indicate, it's going to favor those elite quarterbacks. So, I I'm a, I understand what Coop is doing. I don't. I honestly don't hate the trade. I just I think there's also risk on both sides. So I, I'll I'll lean um, rolling with Mahomes' value, but I do think that Koopa, because it's a elite quarterback, like if if Jalen Hurts ends up being a top five QB and A Rich does not. This can win you a. This type of a one trade can win you a league. I think that right. has to be said. I'm with you. I'm with you. All right, let's talk about the next trade. Um, let's see. Ooh, 14 team superflex PPR lineup start nine. Addicted to fantasy football. Addicted to FF. Bad mood rising and M. Bennett 29 making the trade here. Jerry Judy a 24 first, a 25 second, or Garrett Wilson and a 24 third. So Mike, which side do you want here? Jerry Judy. 24 first, 25 seconds, or Garrett Wilson and a 25 third? Without knowing definitively where that pick is, I'm going to take the Garrett Wilson side. So <laughs> I know it's it's down right there Aaron Rodgers thing and people are panicking. But uh, Jerry Judy, why I liked him heading into the season, also has his, uh, has some injury concerns and it didn't look fantastic in his first game. <laughs> So uh, right, right. without knowing whether or not that picks early or late or, you know, what it is, I'm taking the uh, – I'm going I'm to go ahead and just take the Garrett Wilson side here pretty easily. 
Yeah, I think I think this one will though because it's a pick that's not either one of theirs. It will come down to the simulator for me. Right. If this is a late first with very good opportunity to be late, I want the Garrett Wilson side. If it's anything that's not that, I get the, I get the other side because if it's mid to, and it ends up being early, holy shit, buddy! Like that's the only difference there. Um, if it because if it's one hundred six or one hundred seven, even Mike, I still might by the end by the time that draft rolls around want Garrett Wilson in this trade. You know, <laughs> right? <laughs> Who do you want, Garrett Wilson or you know this year's Brock Bowers and Jerry Judy? Right or this this other receiver, right? I went with you. Now, if it becomes one hundred four, one hundred three, oh boy, this is a home, it's a thing, home run. Well, the other thing to think about is fourteen team, Adam. So like, right. there's a possibility this is nothing better than a second. So, yep. Uh, who is that from? CC, yeah, whatever. Uh, CC Randall, oh six. All right, projected third worst team in the week. I want, I want the. Uh, I want Bad Mood Rising, which, by the way, Mike, I think he uses the simulator because this is our patron getting that Jerry Judy side. I think context will tell me I want that 24 first, man. Yep. Because yep. I'll tell you another reason why. Lineup start nine is still shallow, right? But you add those two extra teams, this is going to look, this is going to operate more like a lineup start 10, lineup start 11 because of those 14 teams. Jerry Judy, Mike, in that format is someone I will probably end up wanting to play. And then if you get a, Mike, imagine if this is end up being the, the third pick. 14 team, you want to know what's so amazing about that third pick? In 14 team, you know what drives this league, right? QBs. And if the QBs drive this trade, or this league, Drake May and Caleb Williams likely are going to be the one and two. But if somehow they're not, it's, it's going to be you know Marvin Harrison Jr. So give me the better Ohio State receiver or one of the quarterbacks in Jerry Judy and a second over Garrett Wilson here. I love this trade for uh, Bad Moon Rising. If it's that bad of a team, you're on mute. Bad Moon's making a hell of a bet here. I love it. That's why I also like Sleeper. So, uh, CC Randall, 14 team league, Adam, lost Aaron Rodgers for the year. <laughs> Ooh. Okay. 14 team super flex start nine. His starting quarterbacks, the only two on his roster Jordan Love, who's playing well, okay. Ryan Tannehill who played well last week. That's the bet you're making against it. I'll make that bet against. <laughs> right. Uh, this also a guy who's starting uh, Rashid Shahid at the wide receiver spot right now, currently. Um, and not a lot of ben- bench depth at all. Bye weeks are coming. Rashid Shahid, I mean, listen, I like the story and all, but... Um, yep. You're only starting Buddy. nine people? You're only starting nine people, man. Yikes. Buddy, I'll make that bet, even as much as I like kind of be, meh, about Jerry Judy. Uh yeah, I'm good. <laughs> but can I tell you can I tell you the poison pill that's even bigger is like okay, you go from Garrett Wilson to Jerry Judy. Mike, what happened with Garrett Wilson last week? And you know as a Zach Wilson fan probably watching a lot of that game. He caught a long pat- touchdown pass, but if you if that what doesn't go to the crib, yeah. there is some panic, man. Fall, panic. Fall you made there. Yeah. Right. I'm good I'm good with it. This is kind of the poison pill in the bed against a uh, He's not even betting against M Bennett. So like if I'm M Bennett, he's number 1 on the simulator. Like mm-hmm. I go, okay. But you got to keep that in the back of your Can mind. Can I tell what you another? Actually, sending away. Last point I'll make is the way that we think, the way that we preach and talk about process, is this is also Bad Moon Rising possibly saying, like, this is not the only pick I have in this repertoire of 
bag of picks. Right. And then you're really talking about something taking off, right? Imagine if you had right. two of those picks that have a chance to be high. Oh, man, we got A. Rich messing around and trying to get in the thumbnail too, buddy. Um, yeah, that's going to be a tough choice for you, ain't it? God damn. <laughs> you like right, that, that meme of that fat kid looking at it too. Yeah, like I'm out here just, <laughs> what do I do? What do I do? Do I get them both in there? Um, oh. Moose Knuckles 44, Mike, and Antho Hancho. So this is shit boredom. Uh, this was, you know, a shit league they made. Called it shit, but it's not Mike and I in it. Um <sighs> What do you think here, buddy? Two first or A Rich? This is 99% of the time going to be Anthony Richardson. I agree. The, the, the context will be the key, though, if it swings, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to run the Sam? Are you running it? I'm running her. I'm uh, running her. It's I, my I made it. <laughs> Shit boredom. <laughs> you can tell we were all bored and wanted to do a startup. That's why you call it shit border. Actually, it's more just people in the Discord going like, we doing any more startups? Fine, fuck it. Let's go. I'm kind of <laughs> curious, Mike, though. Join, boys. Let's go. Is there a – I'm trying to think of how to word this best. Like, is A-Rich at this point – like, if you just get two firsts that are your own, you're, you're going to bet on your team. Like, to me, A-Rich in that scenario – the only problem with it would be is if your best ball start 11 here, like your team's just not rostered right. Like I 100%. think it's worth it unless your team is not rostered the correct way. And simulator-wise, Anto is bottom bottom part of the league. That's where it makes it tough. Right. Uh, one team is definitely tanking, though. Moose Knuckles by, by far. Team's got awful, right? Okay. Can't even get a can't even get a win on the simulator. <laughs> like that's bad. I love it. So, you know, so go ahead and get rid of a rich too, then. Yep. So so you know the the one hundred one's like locked up. <laughs> okay, so you don't have that fear of it being Caleb Williams. So best case scenario, you're hoping Anto finishes one hundred two and uh, you're getting Drake May or like Marvin Harrison Jr. But Adam, unless it's Drake May, like I know we love Marvin Harrison Jr. Right and there's this talk about him or Justin Jefferson, and you know how people fucking get. But sure. it's a 12-team super flex best ball. Like Drake May is the only one that could push Anthony Richardson for like supremacy. When nuts are on the line, if we were to redo all this and do it as an auction, Marvin Harrison Jr. ain't going for what fucking Drake May is going to go in it. That is auction. correct. The auction Sorry. part of that will make it correct. We, we see that every single time we do a 12-team super flex auction is – it's the quarterbacks drive it. Now, the one thing though that will be would be interesting, even in an auction, would be Marvin Harrison Jr. and a twenty five first or a rich now. There you go. That's there where go. this play though in best ball, because what do we also know in best ball, Mike? It's all about depth. So if you already lo- if you're already saying because here, here's the one thing that you can do in a four D play, if I already know I'm locking in Caleb, can I afford to take either Drake May or take um Marvin Harrison Jr. and an additional first because I already have Caitlin locked up. So I think that's probably the discussion. Oh, man. The one let thing me go, I, Let me ahead. just look at I'm, I'm looking up Anto Huncho's team right here. Pull it up. It's, yeah. good, it's a good time to show off, you know, South Harmon merch. Let's go. Oh, Foam covers. Man. There it is. Foam <laughs> covers, baby. All right. Um, so Watson and A. Rich now is his quarterback situation. I like it. Um, he also has Kyler Murray coming on the bench. At some so point. Kyler Murray will be back at some point. He did lose Aaron Rodgers. He's sitting on his IR. 
Um, What's his record? Is it 0-2 or 1-1? 1-3. Oh, uh, against the median? Okay. Yeah, third worst in the league right now. But he actually has a decent squad, right? Like Mark Andrews is sitting on this team. TJ Hawkinson, Mr. A-Warp tight end guy himself. Right? Got a couple Not of bad. them, yep. Ayuk, James Cook, DJ Moore's been underperforming, David Njoku. Um, you know, little bench step. Cortland Sutton, Alan Lazard, DPJ, KJ Osborne, Charbonnet, Gibson, like that kind of thing. So his picks actually, you know, right now the league simulator is kind of shitting on him. Right now his record looks bad. But, Adam, that's a best ball team that I could see turning it around. And, you know, I, I'm not saying it's going to win the whole thing, but you're going to be in the playoff hunt at least. Yeah. So we're not talking about a 102. And if that's the case, then I would I would say there is where – there's where I'll take. I'd be willing to take a rich if your team's not really gutted, right? If you if you have a team more like that, I'm probably okay with it. The one thing on the moose knuckle side is you're probably just at this point just accumulating more and more depth and betting against everything else. So does, I don't hate, I don't hate it for either, but uh, I'll take a rich here. I think. Let me let me check out moose knuckles team too, just to see because how many picks you have, right? Is is what we're also talking about. Correct. How how big is the horde? Not that good. <laughs> Three firsts and 24. Dang. And two firsts and 25. Okay. Um, Adam, I don't know if this is like the the leverage move that I'm thinking is worth it to do it for. You know what I mean? Like I'll get a little bit salty to leverage the class, but I'm talking if I can convince like you did in the original shit league, you can convince 11 other people that they're all going to fucking compete and then you right. end up hoarding you know, or at least most like, if not all the class. At least like four to six picks, right? Like you're going to get a right. like a third or a half of it. Right. This is uh, this is tanking just a tank and you don't really have the leverage that you really want, right? Unless you can start chipping away at that, um, I'm kind of with you, yeah. I, I want the average side here. You know, if you had like a bunch of those picks where it was like this guy could be like the 103 to 107, but you owned all of those guys' picks, right. every single one of them, who gives a fuck where that dude ends up finishing because he's only finishing one spot or one It makes all my other picks that good. Exactly. <laughs> like it doesn't really matter. But Right. This and is and you also now have the ability to trade those blocks together as one, which is a right. totally different leverage deal at the table than one yeah. pick. So I'm yeah, with this you. one's this one's a, a Anto Honcho. Let's go. All right. It. Yeah, unless unless his team ends up getting a bunch of attrition and that becomes an early one, I probably am with right. you. I want the average side. All right. Drew Smitty, Amon Ross St. Brown, and James Cook are being acquired by uh, Drew Smitty. Biggie sized is getting one biggie sized workload, nine carries and minus two yards. Josh Jacobs, DK Metcalf, and a twenty four third Mike. Okay. So the way I'm looking at this is you're getting a tier up from DK to Amon Ross St. Brown. The difference in James Cook and Josh Jacobs right now is probably more youth than anything. And then the third. <laughs> That's crazy to say, ain't it? I mean, yeah. Um, what is your thoughts here? Yeah, Amon Ra over DK. Let's not get crazy hot. By a here. decent amount, right? Yeah, it's, it's by a fair amount. Is it a second? And, yeah, I would say it's at least a second. Yep. Okay. I think that's a fair assessment, Adam. Um, and James Cook and Jacobs. I think there's going to be a more than a more than a handful of people who's going to want the James Cook over Jacobs side, me or at least included. say they're close, right? Yeah, me included. <laughs> Sorry, that offense looks so fucking bad. I think man. I was I was man I was <laughs> so I was talking about this a lot so this off season. I think the Josh Jacobs window was last year, and if you didn't sell out, I think that was your window, buddy. Whoops. <laughs> yep, I think it was it. Like 
you should have enjoyed that nice RB1 season he gave you, and then you go. <laughs> Can I tell you, this is one of those things, one of the things that you constantly learn by doing this more and more um, with more leagues and more experience in how the offseason works. Those are those are type players, right? So let's say you have a Josh Jacobs, and you, you know, they're just like, I got to have this player. I think he could be better than his value is. At the point before the season last year, it wasn't really worth trading because he didn't carry a bunch of weight, right? He explodes, but you're like, okay, during the year, I cannot trade out of this because I'm trying to win. He helps you win. Mike, this is one of those that before the rookie euphoria really sets in, like you have to be trying your damnedest, everything you can to move him in that point from January, February to about April. Like that's your window to really get out of that. I'll say this, at least for Jacobs on this point. The start of the season hasn't been great, okay? But he's played two really tough defenses in the the Bills and the Broncos. Mm -hmm. Um, And that Bills game was fucking out of hand. You know, Josh Allen woke up and said, I heard y'all say I stink. (laughs) Y'all put me in the same category as Dak Prescott. (laughs) How's this going? Like, hold this. So that game got out of hand, kind of took the the Josh Jacobs role out of it. Jimmy Garoppolo, you know, I've never really thought too much of, but – uh, Josh Jacobs at least does have a uh, a sell window if you're if you don't believe him or if you are believing him in Josh Jacobs just know that two tough defenses to start the next three not so much I mean they get the Steelers this week and we just watched you know what fucking Jerome Ford <laughs> did did to the Steelers defense and I'll definitely take Josh Jacobs over Jerome Ford any day of the week but yeah I will say the James Cook Jacobs thing is at least close and you could be one side or the other and if that's the case then easily give me the Amon Ra over DK and you can have the third too yep. if you want yeah I want the Drew Smitty side here pretty easy I think the one thing though <clears throat> with Jacobs is like with Jimmy G at the helm, with Aiden O'Connell at the helm, like I don't project this team to be getting a lot better as far as being an offensive juggernaut. And last year right. he was he the offense was actually pretty good um, for whatever people want to believe. Like it was, it was a better scoring team than most people want to give it credit for. And Josh Jacobs it, was absolutely the beneficiary of that, right? And that you know Derek Carr goes to the Saints, and all of a sudden you're like, man, this Saints offense looks pretty good. It's not it's Maybe not that bad, is it? Maybe Rashid <laughs> Shahid's a thing. Maybe Derek Carr's a decent enough quarterback who he's always been like above average he's just i don't think i think court coaches know they don't feel like they can win with him so um understandable we got mike blacked out oh my camera must have just said you know forget it i love this (laughs) please connect the video source no it's telling you trade show's over (laughs) um it's mad i'll get this in line here all right i'll cut it out my bad ATM, it was like it's too hot in here, <laughs> and Just he's shut back. The fuck up. <laughs> it fucking was. Uh, it got a little hot. It was. It was getting really hot thinking about like you know. I hope <sighs> we're not. I hope we're not defending Josh Jacobs. Don't. <sighs> don't James do that, Cook. Please. That's what yeah, I wanted. It, it was cooking. Um, but yeah, I think I think Jacobs' situation is not going to get that much better. And I think like even if there is like he's a he's a person I was wanting to get off this offseason and would still like to if there's any type of uh, ability to just because. I think it's easier to replace a Josh Jacobs this year than it ever was before. Like, I don't think he's going to have this warp difference-making side ever for him. So I want to get out of him, and I'd rather replace him with something different. I want the I'm going to Ross St. Brown here. Lineup start nine, Mike. That third is stupidly irrelevant for me. Yep. Okay. Total Chaos Rev is receiving C.D. Lamb and Romeo Dubs sending away 
T. Higgins, Amari Cooper, and a 24 second. Oh, this league is a 12 team super flex PPR lineup start nine. Uh, I believe this is a new patron, by the way, too. Um, Mike, what's your thoughts here, buddy? Lineup start nine is absolutely a hammer one. However, man, like Romeo Dobbs for me is a kind of a not what I care about at all in this league. Nope. Cooper and T. Higgins, I do really like, and the second I kind of like. So, like, where are you at here? I'm going to take the three for one side, right? T against Cooper. I think Cooper's still good enough, too, and even in a start nine is flex-worthy consideration, if not your wide receiver three, if that's how it's uh, set yeah. up. CeeDee Lamb's awesome. Don't get me wrong. And I would rather have CeeDee Lamb over T Higgins, though. T Higgins also gets disrespected quite a bit, too, and we just right. saw this this last week. So if you're going to give me three pieces that are all pretty good and one of them <laughs> really close to CeeDee Lamb, at least in dynasty value and actual production, well, you can have Romeo Dobbs. <laughs> like, here you go. Thanks for the second. Thanks for Amari Cooper. I want that side. Let me ask you this, Mike. What if that says Justin Jefferson? Big difference, right? Massive difference. You Huge taking that side? Gigantic difference, right? Then we're having a different conversation. Definitely. So is, now is it, my question is, because I agree. If it's Justin Jefferson, this is light. Right? Yeah. Now, yeah. CeeDee Lamb is not Justin Jefferson, so I guess my question is, like, how far is he from Justin Jefferson? Is it close? It's not very close. Okay. <laughs> I think I think there's a case now where CeeDee Lamb is becoming closer to Chase. Um, I think that Chase is still ahead of him. I'd rather have Chase than Lamb, but like, I think you're, you, there's at least a discussion for those two being closer um, this one, you know, I'm gonna tell you what's very interesting about this to me. Like, I want um, uh, Amari Cooper and T. Higgins in the second that I can play with later. The, the the exception to this would be if I'm like just man. Even then, I'm just thinking about this realistically. Like, like how goon squatted would I have to be to really want to go up to CD Lamb? Like, I to I'm gonna have to have too much. Mu yeah, exactly. Like, there's probably teams where I would say, yeah, let me go pay up for CD Lamb. The problem with this is. Like, I would have to have – like, my team's got to be so deep. And the reason I say that is Amari Cooper, for me, is almost an auto start, even the lineup start nine. You yeah. know? Like, it's – like, T. Higgins, to your point, like, the difference from T to CD is I'm, I'd am i be fine tearing up there as much as I'll defend T. Higgins. But when you're telling me I'm getting rid of a guy that I'm probably starting every single week, like, my, my team better be so gooned up to do this trade. We're gonna find out. I'm gonna pull this through the simulator and then just look I, at. Sleep I knew I knew you were gonna pull it up. Pull it up because I think <laughs> now that's, you got me. Now you that, got me curious. That's the only. That's the only exception for me. Camera shuts off and I get even more curious. I love this. The curiosity that killed the McNutted. Wow. Uh, wow. <laughs> Is it that gooned? No. Okay. No. Total chaos rev is uh, about middle of the pack. Right. Okay. Fringe playoff team. Uh, London Raider Nation's the one who's, you know, number two in the league, like sitting up there. So just kind of shocking that I thought it'd be adverse. Interesting. So London Raider Nation had a, has a really good team and probably makes it better here. Yeah. For this yeah. year anyway, for sure. Yeah, for this year, at least for one more. I mean, Amari Cooper, How about, can we talk about how Amari Cooper was supposedly on Sunday, like not going to play, and he goes out there and plays like a heavy snap load. Yeah. And looked pretty good. So, yeah, I'm, I'm taking – I think I tweeted that out, too, for a guy who was questionable with a groin. He sure looks really fucking good out there. And then now you're going to have a short week going into this week, and I guarantee he's going to play, too. It's just – that was wild, man. Um, 
I'm already kind of thinking I want the Cooper and the Higgins side right now, man. And this is no shade to CD. This is just acknowledging these are two guys I'm going to start in this format. Right. Uh, what do we got here? Yeah, I would say in start nine, this isn't like – this isn't – Dobbs is in a starting lineup. Oh, right. for real? After the, yeah, after the trade. Like, the goon squad, no. Like okay, so, so 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 the other thing too is Mike. I would say, if you told me that this is not a goon squad, you're going to start Dobbs. Like I already probably just want the two, but then the second definitely shouldn't be coming over. Yeah, yeah, right. Like yeah, I'm, I'm just. I, I think uh, I want the London Raider Nation side. I understand What's wanting it? to go get your CD Lamb share, but uh, I'll impeach you, man. I'll impeach you for this. I'm good. <laughs> uh, I'll take Pass. Amari Cooper and T Higgins side. Uh, nothing personal, total chaos, but the way we play, that would not be the side we want. Let us know in the comments too if you think uh, if you think this is CD, <clears throat> anyone but Fizzle. Let us know because we'll uh, we'll take we'll take heed and we'll listen to you. So uh, <laughs> I know my camera needs to cool off, right? Because it got too hot. But don't make me spit my water all over. Sorry, it. man. Everybody Fizzle. but Fizzle. Because we know Fizzle's taking that CD side no matter what. <laughs> You Love just gonna see Fizzle comments gonna be Dynasty wide receiver too. <laughs> yeah. you know it. You already know it's coming, man. No. Um, all right. Well, I thought that was a good trade show. Uh, a lot of good discussion. You guys gave me a uh, really tough decision. Um, it's between Puka and A Rich, and you'll find out at the end of this video. Actually, you've already <laughs> clicked on it, and you know. But I don't know what I'm doing for a thumbnail yet. Can you can you like morph them together? You know, like AI type thing. Like they're two. <laughs> like it's Puka Nakua and A Rich is a is a single body. Puka Are we talking? <laughs> Anthony Nakua. I like that. We call him uh, A Rich Nakua, you know? AR <laughs> Nakua. I like that. Developed uh, by AI. I think, um, I I'll say this, I think that I'll, I don't know which one I'm going to do. You you'll find out. I might put both of them on there. But uh, good, good discussions today, man. A lot of good, good, actionable discussions, different league types. One of the things I love about the trade show is talking about trades in different lenses, even though there's a specific trade on the table, right? So yeah. I think a lot of these would have gone differently in different formats. Um, for example, like that lineup start nine, that last one, that's basically showing you on the extreme side we want the package of players. So that means that package of players we're taking in lineup start 10, 11, all the way up, and we're in best ball we're absolutely taking it. So um, just things to keep in mind for the trade show. But I thought it was a really good one. Any thoughts from you? No, just uh, trying to get that uh, that third Puka Nakua deal done, and uh, of course it's with uh, with Rip, which is impossible because he wants to nickel and dime everything you do. So. What did it, what did he counter with? Just give us that that info. He, he, he wants to add Michael Wilson. Right, Where you player. at with that? No, no, I'm good. Oh, it's for Quentin Johnson. No, nah, I wouldn't do yeah. that either. No. Yeah, I'm good. Michael I'm Wilson's too, too uh, decent of a piece, I think. Right, it's, it's best ball. So. And best ball, we'll get down into the weeds well past Michael Wilson, man. Yeah, we'll just we'll just take Michael Wilson out and we'll just send him back the exact same trade and like establish the alpha. <laughs> Here. I have a counter for you. Here. <laughs> <laughs> same thing. Oh, that's all I got, man. Good trade show. Great Love trade it, show. Man. Appreciate uh, everybody we, tapping in. Yeah, we appreciate everybody tapping in. Uh if you could go down, hit the like, subscribe button. If you do want your deals featured on the show, you want us to yeah. kind of kill you like we did Total Chaos, or you want to kill Mike's camera, whatever the case may be. <laughs> Uh, go hit up patreon.com forward slash South Harmon. $5 a month, you get a chance to put your trades on the trade show, um, get your trade reviews by us, as well as plenty of other things, our rankings, this, that, and the other. Um, also, if you could uh, hit the like, subscribe, go in the comments, let us know You know if it's not CD Lamb, what it is on any one of these deals, where are you at with Puka Nakua. And finally, um, make sure you're following our Twitter account, South Harmon FF. 
Fizzle is running that, and SouthHarmonFF.com if you want the warp tool. We'll see you back here, same time, same place next week. We're out of this thing. Peace.